Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Back in here with a special guest, my former neighbor. <laughs> that's, Mr. Right, that's right. V Victor Cinco. What's going on, bro? All good, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank happy to have you, bro. And you brought a bottle with you. You're always welcome. I don't Let's come go. Handed, man. I love it, man. I love it. So, uh, cheers first. I appreciate you. And shout out, we got Brian behind the scenes filming. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Love that. So, how you living, bro? New year? Yeah, man. You know, I'm trying not to say new year, new me, because you know how it is. It's it's just an improvement off of the album one by. Yep. Uh, just trying to make the most of it, trying to organize ourselves and and do better this year than we did last year. That's how it is, bro. That natural progression. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I definitely want to. I have a bunch of shit I want to talk to you about. I'll be that's, that's honest it. about it. But first, you right now are a mortgage guy. You're the mortgage man. That's right. Talk a little bit about how you led up to that, because I know you've dabbled in some other things in your day. Yeah, um, I mean, I've been in real estate before I was in mortgage. Through okay. The way of early in the years was construction and then real estate investments and rental management and that sort of stuff. And one topic that sort of comes across almost every person that's trying to get in is financing. It's like the hardest thing to, to pull off, you know what I mean? Everybody can go hell shopping. Everybody can see the, the, the fun side of it. Yep. But then everybody seems, not everybody, but a lot of people seem to hit a, a wall when it comes to financing. And, you know, lucky enough, thank God, that we've been able to get around that and kind of understand the system. And so I just want to help people get past that. Right, it's, it's a barrier that it's, it's there because it's real, but it's not as big a thing as people think. It's the kind of the boogeyman. Exactly. The reputation yeah, yeah. is worse yeah. than the actual right. what it is. That's hilarious, bro. I like how you put that, too. Like, real estate agent, everyone can see a beautiful house. Right. Mortgage, it's like, what is it? Right, right. So do you still deal with real estate at all, or are you fully moved to mortgages? So we fully moved, at least okay. uh, when it comes to helping customers, we're, we're fully shifted. Like, I still do investments and flips and that sort of stuff for, for me and my wife do that. But, right. Um, you know, sort of customer-facing Everything I've done up to now has just given me the experience to be able to help other people, right? Right. So that's kind of how I see it. That's interesting, bro, because I think when I met you, you were ma more on the flipping and, and construction side right. of things, yeah. right? Yeah, I was right in the transition period. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what was the thing that kind of made you make that shift? Because that's, that's a career change, basically. Yeah. Um, the scariest part for it has always been kind of, you go from, when, when you're making any career change, you, there's a period where you're making no money. Yep. Right? No matter how good you are, people got to get to know who you are. People got to get to know what you do. And unless you're just going from one job to another, you, it, in my life, for the most part, I've been self-employed. So there's always that, that dry period. I was, it was somewhat planned because we went from construction to investments and then we were able to isolate the investments where we didn't need to work for other people because the investments were making money right. to make that jump. It's It's been in the works for, I don't know, man, I want to say the last six years. And just in COVID, 2020, shutdown, had the time to do the license, do the test, do the studying, get it all done, and then actually make that flip. So that's, Got you. That's, that's how it happened. So it wasn't off the whim. You knew you were going to make yeah, the move. Yeah, 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 Just yeah. took time leading yeah. up to it. And even prior to that, like, I had been involved with mortgages through other people's. Like, what, what I bought my house, I did all the paperwork. Okay. I told the broker, I said, look, whatever you whatever you need, let me know. At the end of the day, it's your file, but let me do as much as possible because I want to get to know what that's like. And similar to, you know, kind of how, how I've lived my life, I was just trying to be hands-on and, and learn from there. I love that, bro. That's kind of why I wanted you on the show. That was a big reason. I love talking to entrepreneurs. I love talking to people that own their own business, run their own business, because it's so much you learn just from being your own guy. Like the food is going to be put on the table for my actions. Right. Like it's a different type of thing, bro. Right. So you right. feel like that was all you were always at that. Like even as a kid, like I want to be on my own. Um, Man, as a kid, like maybe like young men like you're coming out of high school or some shit you know what no mm -hmm. like mind you i've never been one to follow the system it's funny we got a poker night coming up for my high school for alumni at the beginning of february okay and the last time we did it was 2019 and it's cool to see everybody but if you went there and you asked any anybody that in high school you they'd tell you nah this guy's not 
they wouldn't say I'm a business person, but they also wouldn't say that I'm gonna follow the path that's set. Um, so a lot of it, I, I don't know, it's just sort of, I don't like being told what to do. Like, and this comes from, there's a reason I've been fired from jobs in my early days. There's a reason that like, that I have still the drive to do and to, to chase this stuff, as w even with all the challenges. I like kind of living on my own terms, you know what I mean? And, and that's a big motivation behind it. Very relatable, bro. I say yeah. that a with a lot of guests because I feel like that's the common thread, bro. Whether you're yeah. in mortgages, yeah. painting, fucking podcasts, like I think a common thing is don't really like to be told what to do. Right, right. And it's, it's, it's important to scratch that itch because if you have that in you and you're working for shit you don't want to do, yeah, not going to work. You know, I got the benefit too that my parents were somewhat ambitious. Mm -hmm. Like they, they, like, my dad started businesses. My mom was, she's a pharmacist by trade. She was opening pharmacies back home and all that. Um, and so I think I've got, with entrepreneurship comes a certain level of instability. Yes. And so I moved around a lot as a kid and, you know, kind of following, you know, where they're going, what they're doing. And it, I, I've got one friend that I can think of growing up that it was like a constant and that was because he was my grandma's neighbor every summer we go back to my grandma's house and it was like that one thing so i'm used to change you know what i'm saying i'm used to i'm used to not like living the status quo from there moving to the u.s moving to here like you have to be adaptable to to be able to do this and that's one thing that i you know, for better or for worse got early on it doesn't it doesn't work out for everybody but you know we've got a path so that's excellent advice man the world's always changing which means some shit's gonna change for you too yeah yeah yeah. what was your first like big venture what was the first thing you did that you went on your own um out of um so i played for team canada uh in afl if you don't know why afl let's look it up it's an awesome sport um it's sort of like a mixture between rugby and soccer and okay what's a what's what's it uh, australian football australian, australian football, football okay league. i went to australia and played there okay uh, so i was representing canada i stayed there a year mm -hmm. and that was like right out of high school 18 so that was a big that was like the first time that i'm like i don't need anybody i went with 500 bucks and spent a year there and that kind of opened up the doors to say i can do this bro Right. Like I've never looked back, right? Like and I'm talking about in terms of, in terms of having to have some sort of guidance and support. It's like, nah, I love my wife. She's super supportive in what I do, but I don't need the, I don't need the, the structure. I'm happy to just get me out there and let's see what happens. That's where the fun lies, man. The, the yeah. parts where it's not too planned. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 that's where the creative comes in. Yes. Right. That's where you gotta, you gotta figure out how to stay afloat. You gotta figure you, you you tread water. You learn to tread water while you're already in it. It's it's you gotta do it. You got no other option, right? So that's part of it. I'm that's sure a you know about it. Yeah, man. The treading water is so true because yeah. it's basically you're knowing that you're not always gonna be moving fast. Right. You're almost very almost never gonna be going fast, but right. keep your head above the water. Right. And you'll be good. You stay there long enough, and then you get a push from a wave that gets you. <laughs> And exactly then you do it again. that's how it goes exactly it's like again no matter really what game you're in you need to be in the game for a while right there's a lot of like you can go fast and burn right but if you're around the shit usually works out if you're doing mm -hmm. the right stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you're focused yeah yeah you, it's time time real estate back to it it's time in the market is better than timing the market which is what a lot of people are trying to do right now right just just put the time in and it'll it'll pay out Explain that a little bit. I, I, I've heard that before. Right. Timing the mark time in the market is time better than timing the market. Right. Toggle about that a little bit more what that means. Well, I mean, a good a good sort of cross reference is the stock market, right? Because mm -hmm. that's something that more people are familiar to in terms of cycles, right? Market goes up, market goes down, market goes up, goes down, but in the long run it's always a steady upline, right? right. For the most part. If you're if you're looking at the market as a whole. If you're picking individual companies, some companies will survive, some companies will fail, but the market as a whole, you're, you're betting on the economy, you're betting on a country, you know what I mean? In the, in the case of Canada and the US, you're, it's always gonna go up, regardless if there's bumps along the way. And right. so the same thing is for real estate. You have to 
spend time in the market, meaning you buy a house for the long-term wealth building capacities of it, not so you can make a quick flip. And if you're gonna do a quick flip, it's not one, right? Money's made in the number, so out of every 10, you're gonna fail two. But if you're just doing one and you just happen to do that one that, that loses money, then you're, you're in the negative. So you've gotta look at this as a long-term thing and not what, what's happening right now where everybody's trying to figure out where the interest rates are gonna stop, where the market's gonna rebound, everybody's keeping the money in their pockets, right? And, and it happened in earlier last year where people were thinking it's just gonna go up and up and up and up and those people that bought in February are in a hard spot right now, Yeah. right? So time to market, it's not gonna happen. Spend time in the market, you'll be all right. Those, people, those people that had houses in 2007, 2006, if they hold on to it, they'd be fine. Right. Absolutely. That's a good example because it's, it's recent enough that that people yeah. are aware of it. A house in 2006 is damn near doubled by now. Yeah. Probably yeah. more sometimes. Yeah. yeah. That's very good advice, bro, because I think that's important to talk about, especially for my age group, like kind of in that buying yeah, range. Yeah, it's an awkward spot, eh? It's an awkward <laughs> spot because, A, you're like, should I flip a house? Meanwhile, yeah. what the fuck do you know about flipping a house? Right. And do you really right. have the money to flip two or three? Right. Or is it, oh, just hold on? Or is it just be smart and look at what you want and do you have the money to afford it? I think the the sexy option overtakes the real, like, uh, smart option sometimes. Yeah. If you look at a lot of these, um, like these big guys, um, entrepreneurs, talking Gary Vee, Alex Armosi, any of these yep. big guys that have, that have sort of taken over social media, if you listen to them or if you watch enough of it, these guys are saying, yo, it's um, entrepreneurship has been made to be a cool thing. Real estate has been made to be a cool thing. Like people are getting, you know, some people are lucky. 2020, you bought a house. Uh, sorry, yeah, 2020, you bought a house and you made some good money, right? But it doesn't always work out like that. Yep. So it's, and, and it's, it's, not, it's not cool, it's tough, bro. It's tough, like you're, you're alone a lot of times, right? And people don't want to, or people don't realize that people just see the flashy stuff because it's what sells, right? It's the same thing with real estate. A lot of people want it, wanted to get into it because they wanted to make $100,000 in three months. Listen, money can be easy to make, but money takes either work or knowledge. So if you don't have the knowledge in real estate, then you better bet you're gonna fucking put in some work because you're not gonna make money just by buying and selling it, right? It's something that that if you thought of it that way, you'd think twice before doing it. Right. If, if it was that fucking easy, yeah. everyone should be doing it. Yeah. And it's obviously not that easy. Yeah. What were some of the things that made it tough in real estate? Like, was it that there's so many different realtors out there? Is it that a house could be fucked and you don't even know it? Like, what are some examples? Um, I don't... Um, so it's hard for me to answer that question from what's hard like hard hasn't been in the in the in the real estate aspect for me okay because you got to remember i started i started construction when I, in in 2011 so i started investing in 2018 i spent i spent seven years learning everything about a house before i even put a dollar into got you it, right um I've built connections with contractors. I've built connections with realtors. I, I, I was set, I set myself up to do this, right? But the truth is that the hard, that buying the house is the easiest part. Okay. Because getting contractors, reliable contractors is hella difficult. It's not, it's not a walk in the park. People who are doing well aren't going to be quote unquote price qualified to do flips they're too expensive these right. guys are doing houses for the end user who's willing to spend a little bit of money who wants that perfect quality who's, who, who want the, the finished product to be something that they're going to live with for a long time right. whereas a lot of flippers in order to make their profits they've got to get somebody who's going to do good work fast and cheap which is a whole nother topic <laughs> it's much easier it, said than done it doesn't happen very often right um, but yeah I think that I think the biggest focus for this business 
is to have the right team around you. Okay. Right? Be it realtors, mortgage agents, contractors, uh, stagers, photographers, videographers. You got you to gotta look at it as a who are the, who are the people that are going to influence this project and how do I get better people around me? That's, that's the biggest challenge. Got you. And would you say that trust would be the most important, like a good team with a stage or with a mortgage broker, would you say trust is that common? Trust is huge. Yeah. Trust is huge. Trust is what um, is the basis of this business. You want to know that when people say they're going to do something, they're going to do it. You want to know that they're going to do the right thing. And it's not because mistakes are not going to happen because shit will happen. Always. And things are going to go wrong. But you want to have the people around you be one accountable and you to trust them enough that yo when something does happen you're gonna come to me you're gonna tell me we're gonna sort it out it also depends on how you behave towards them too right you got to give people trust you can't just demand trust and then you know it's like kids they come and they tell you i did something wrong and you chop their head up it's not gonna happen right <laughs> yeah they're not gonna tell you yeah, next time yeah you gotta it's it's a balancing act but trust is trust is is the base for relationships hundred percent man it, i think we forget that with with just like oh the market's so crazy how you know houses are so crazy you got to be super aggressive you're still dealing with people right to get the job done right. you can't just get this house without talking to anybody right it's got to be a good process right fucking bro buying a house where you're dealing with bad people can take uh your hair's gonna turn gray yeah, yeah, man yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. a lot of money and then you don't trust who's involved yeah and then and then the thing too is that you know, when when a realtor tells you this is a good price to go in, huh? I've been doing this for a while, but you want to get fifty thousand dollars less, like, and you lose the house. Whose fault is it? Exactly. Trust the professional. This is the best way. You know what I'm saying? Don't trust anybody. Do your do your research before you go and commit to somebody. But once you commit to them, you committed to it for a reason. Yes. You committed because that was the best, the most qualified person for you, right? And experience isn't just the one thing. You guys connected on a personal level. You guys connected on, a, on a, a spiritual level. You believe in the same things. You you want the same things, and so that's the type. That's why there are so many realtors. That's why that's why it's not like Walmart taking over in in the real estate business. Personal. It's just it's personal. Everybody's different. Absolutely, and you're right, bro. Like a lot, I think because a lot of people live in a house, they're yeah. comfortable yeah. telling a real estate agent what to do. Meanwhile, yo, good real estate agent—that's their job, bro. That's your right. profession. Right. Trust them. Right. You don't go to your doctor and tell him what to do. Exactly. What's the difference? Right. Very well said. So you're like a year in the mortgage game now, ish. Well, I, I got my license 2020, so I'm okay. about to go into. I've been. The way it works is you you do your course, you get your license, but until you're with an actual brokerage you're not fully licensed. So I've been with a I've been with a brokerage for two years. Okay. Yeah. So two years in, is it about what you expected? Um yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I've the first year I was not as aggressive as I as I am now. That's probably why you've noticed it for a year. Right. But it was just a lot of like learning the behind the scenes, trying to understand. I'm not I, I didn't want to be somebody who came out the gate saying, I'm a mortgage agent, come with me because I don't have all the information. I can't best help my clients. It's it's unrealistic, right? I needed to have I needed to follow some people. I needed to, to know the the behind the scenes and now I feel comfortable enough that I know I can help. I know I have the, the skills. Love that example, bro. Yeah. Cause yeah, we all want right out of the gate to be the boss, but right. What if you get an amazing opportunity and you know you're not ready for it, you're not built for it, it's a waste. Let right. me take some more time and build this shit right. and I'll be ready for that big opportunity. Yeah, it's a balance. Uh, taking, taking chances and, and being ready. It's like, it's like a ladder. Yep. You, gotta, you take a chance, then you learn, then you're ready for the next one, right? That's, that's sort of how it works. So I hope you're okay with talking about this because we talked about it off the camera where you mentioned in the past in other businesses, you maybe went a little too fast with uh, like investing in sort of stuff, mm -hmm. making purchases. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, of course. Um, the, the, my first real business has been renovations. I opened right. up a construction company um, in 2014, I think. Uh, 2014 I opened up a construction company and I said yes to as many projects as I could right so the 
the first job I ever had was off of a, an app, like one of those sourcing out apps right. to change the doorknob. The guy got locked out of his house. I'm like, yeah, I'll bring a ladder. I'll climb through your window and come <laughs> back and open, right? Like that was made a hundred bucks or whatever it was because it was an emergency call. Mm-hmm. Um, but then from but then from there, it's just been, you know, if a project's put in front of me, I need to know 70% of the project. The other 30, I'll figure it out. That's sort of how it's always been. So it's a, it's a way that I've been able to, to progress and grow and get more and more and bigger challenging projects. Um, but with that comes a sense of entitlement. Like okay. now I'm the guy, right? Like right? Now I'm the guy on the block that knows to do, knows how to do it, right? So I gotta look the part, I gotta play the part, I gotta get an office the part, I gotta get a truck the part, and it hasn't always been the right choice, right? You said in the beginning we were neighbors. We're neighbors because I had an office here and, and uh, it did us well, but the money that I was spending on the office wasn't really justified. The money was an e- the, the office was an ego thing for me. Right. It was like, I have my office. Come see me at the office, right? I got a commercial address on paper. But it was no different than anything I could have done in my living room, dining kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Most of my work was on the road anyway. Look, going to see clients on, in the truck, it's just, that's my office. That's right. what I could spend some money on. Because realistically, I'm on the road seven hours out of eight, right? And, you know, I don't regret it. So don't, I, I, don't want, I don't want it to come off the wrong way. I, I don't regret any of it. It's all been a learning experience. And it helps me to not make bigger mistakes as I go, right? It's good that it was a, a few hundred dollars a month and not a few thousand dollars a month. Um, but, it, it, yeah, you can get carried away. I'm so glad you talked about that, bro, because that's that real honest side of yeah. business, of living, man. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be perfect. It's impossible. Yeah. And we should never regret those decisions because we learn from them. Right, right. If right. you didn't do that, maybe you would have done that at a crazier level, and then it would really that's hurt. That's the thing. That's you know? the thing. You got to make the mistakes early. Yes. Make the mistakes early, you'll be okay. Uh, you know what's funny, bro? Especially in like social media age, I think people fear mistakes. Meanwhile, it's the best time to make a mistake because people forget so fast. Right, right. No one cares. There's right. so much shit in the world. No one's going to give you a hard time for spending too much on an office for a few months. Right. Because there's a million things going on right. today. And you know what, though? Also, to watch who you surround yourself around. Because if you've right. got that in your head, like, like so who's going to hold it against you? Right. That's the question. Exactly. And it, and if and if you can name a few people, then you probably should just look at your circle. Agreed. They shouldn't be holding it against you, right? Clean it like up. You get, yeah, exactly. Surround yourself with good people because good people say good. You try now, get a move on and do the next thing. Don't don't dwell on it. Don't hold yourself. You know, most people don't even have the guts to try. So take that as a take that as a lesson and and move on. So it's like social media. Um, I, I, I'm, I won't name names, but I, I had issues with that too. And, and I'm telling you that from experience, like just the, t- the, the circle of people that, that I was around, even at a distance, like I'm not talking about my close circle. I'm talking about people who were, you know, a handshake away type of thing, right. arm's length away that I felt the pressure of having to to impress them and, and then, you know, either do certain things or not do certain things based on how their reaction would be. And then COVID happened and I realized that like, bro, all this shit, everybody's in their own world. Everybody's in their world with their problems and everybody's got the same amount of shit and anybody who is like sort of projecting stuff onto you is likely dealing with it themselves. So you gotta detach yourself from that and, and social media makes it hard, but if you gotta delete the apps, delete the apps for three months and, and you know, work on yourself and keep going. Very I, wise I, I, words. That's a good, I hadn't thought of it, but like I, I've thought of it internally. I hadn't thought of it in terms of like a conversation, but yeah, thanks for bringing that up. No, I love that, bro, because I, I completely agree. It's And it's, you know what, we have to, you, you said, like, delete the app or whatever, chill. Yeah. We have to make that change. Like, people are never going to stop doing bullshit. Like, yeah, you're never yeah. going to stop seeing bullshit. We've got to be the filter. Like, we got to be the ones to, yeah. if we see that a change needs to be made, has to be made. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's a great conversation. Yeah, Netflix did a great show about it, how, how all these apps are always just trying to get your attention. 
best that's, that's social experiment or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 And, and I watched that and I was like, holy. Yeah, like, man. I thought it was just habit. Like, I thought it was just a habit to pick out your phone and take a look at it. And it's not. Mm-mm. I mean, it gets to a habit, but it wasn't just me being curious. You know what I'm Bro, saying? we've got a whole, like, basically a whole population battling an addiction. Like, we all have yeah. addiction to the internet, to our phone, yeah. like, and it's no one's fault. Like, it's shit's so addictive, man. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, fucking yeah, the I strongest know. drug I, ever, I, I think. I catch myself. Everyone. I, I worry for, like, GTP just came out mm. at the end of November, whatever. Crazy. I worry about, my kids are 8 and 15, and both of them have not lived a life where the internet wasn't around. Oh. Like, I remember when the internet wasn't around. Yep. And it and the internet is a beast, and it affects me, and it's in good ways, bad ways. Like it's it's, I couldn't live with it. Without no one it. could. I couldn't live without it now, and so I can't imagine what they're gonna go through with AI developments and all that sort of stuff. The world's gonna be a different place. It's gonna be crazy, bro. Is that a thing that you're dealing with now, where like your kid comes home and is like, Dad, let me uh, get the newest iPhone, and you have to kind of yeah, not my um. My son's still young. His thing is like Fortnite. Okay. Um, which is like good and bad. Like he spends too much time on there, but it's it's definitely something where he's somewhat learning to build relationships because he's talking to kids all over the world and you know different languages and right. the guy wants to speak Spanish just so I can talk to other people, right? So that's a that's something that I wouldn't have had growing up. But for my daughter, like a few years ago. She's better. She's much better now. But there was a time where I couldn't say anything without her fact-checking me. And so you can imagine, like, growing up, my parents would say something, and that, you know, that was gold. That was it. Like, that's set in stone. You don't question your parents. And whether it's true or not, like, later on you grow up, but you realize that, like, they said that for a reason. Yes. Right? And, and when she was 11, 12, 13, you couldn't say anything to her without fact-checking it. <laughs> right so it's a headache <laughs> it's a headache it's it's it was something that that um it's hard to it's hard to deal with right it's hard to your entire job as a parent is to try to navigate your kids keep them safe have them learn and just overall just be a good person and it's hard to do that when your word doesn't matter cuz yeah. there's always something more accurate or something better out there so i love that you brought that up bro because i think we can easily relate that back to the houses like yeah your daughter is only 11 but she has the same info as you have right but she hasn't lived the life you have right and i think that's what a lot of shit happens like everyone's an expert on business but you've never run a business right everyone's an expert on building or selling a house you've never done shit Yeah, yeah yeah i can look up a website too yeah. And I think that's a really good thing to, to yeah. talk about because knowledge without the understanding of that knowledge is nothing. Right. You right. got a info. I mean, it's info. It's yeah. info. Yeah, it's data. Data, exactly. That, if you don't know how to use the, da- the data, it's just a spreadsheet. Exactly. How do you, how do you, how do you um, read that? How do you implement that into real world scenarios? Real world experience, I think, will always be. Yeah. Unless you want to live your whole life on, on the metaverse yeah, or whatever, yeah, like, yeah. you got to go out and do yeah. shit. Yeah. You yeah. know? I've seen that happen tons of times with clients where um, people will hop online and say, yo, you're, you know, something doesn't look straight. And here's the thing with, with the internet. You, f- you find what you're looking for. Yeah. So if you, lo- if you put something into Google and says, you know, why shouldn't i do something versus or you put in and you put why should i do something either way you're going to find it exactly so you have to you have to it's it's in some ways it's good because you can just you know be a little more educated but you're not the expert so if somebody's doing some work if you got a plumber in your house you know be educated in plumbing but you're not the expert if you hire back to the thing if you hire the person if you if you've screened them and that's the right person to hire, then trust them to do the right thing. Exactly. Let them do their job. Yeah. They have a fucking phone, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? We yeah. all could look this yeah. shit up. That's right. Now, that's good, bro. Th- that's the type of shit I really like to, to talk about because it can be applied to business and real life. Mm-hmm. Relationships. Anything. Yeah. Anything you want. Yeah. So, I actually saw you 
are posting quite a bit more even going back into last year mm-hmm. like little clips mm-hmm. um reels tiktoks and shit right when did you make that decision to go a little bit harder in that uh well brian's been with me since 2020 21 okay right and that and and i've been wanting to do it for at least three years before that i just can't get myself to do it mm-hmm. this is one of those investments that paid off right like this is one of those things that you're not going to see me five years from now say i spent too much to earn Right. Yes. Um, but I've, I've, I don't know, we spent like the first six months, we went a little hard and then flopped and then hard and then flopped. And then I realized that you can't, you, you don't get any traction by doing that. It's not about how much you can do in short periods of time. It's not, it's not sprinting. It's not the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a race, a long uh, cross country, right? You gotta go, even if it's even if it's once a week. If it's slow, keep the consistency going, and that's how it starts to compound. So, I kind of came to that realization. I don't know halfway through last year, sometime in the summer, we did a whole on our last project. We did a whole episode of the entire process, which we'll be releasing soon. Okay. Of from buying from searching from the house, buying the house, doing the entire rental, and then the numbers at the end. And that was the first time where I'm like, wow, this all this time that we're spent into it, you know, it's it's realized. We see what the final product is, and I'm not talking about the house. I'm talking about I can I can go. I don't have a good memory. Another story, but I can <laughs> go back and take a look at this the, the entire process. And I spent so much time looking at other people's process, HGTV and shit like that. That is like nice to to look at what we've done, what we created, and you know, hopefully not some people along the way absolutely bro i think it's an excellent decision i have a friend of mine who's in uh like the drywalling industry and he started to talk to me about that too where it's like i'm like bro just record uh, five minutes of your day and you can have little 30 second clips from that for a week like we need to because yo rappers and actors and models that's cool but yo your industry's cool too you can make a cool project and it doesn't have to be shitty yeah, it could yeah. be sick like yeah. it could be well done and and fun and cool to watch yeah i'm glad that you're diving deeper into that bro yeah i think it's the right thing to do i mean in the digital age like it's it's everybody googles yeah everything man. before they buy it so being there it's good for business but i also like just looking back and it's like it's beautiful like a journal you know it's saying? a like journal back years like i'm hoping that my kids are grown and yeah, I don't know whether they're gonna do the same thing I do or not, and I'm not gonna pressure them. I know my daughter is not; she's into health and sciences. Um, but if if my son is or isn't, just like who was my dad? You know what I'm saying? My grandkids. Who who was he? It's it's dope to have that that footage. It's really right? it's amazing documentation, yeah. man. Yeah, it's honest. Yeah. So let me ask you because yes. I know you've I know you've been doing this for some time and i and i've gone you know just i love my people <laughs> okay i've gone as I've, do i yeah yeah yeah. i've gone and you know I've, I've looked up you know and i've seen that you've been doing it for a long time and where you started and and the, the caliber of guests that you've had come through and and the quality of the interviews coming from from and i don't know if you were doing it before i'm all, i only see what's out there um and you've progressed awesome like it, it's it's Damn, it's inspiring that. so i wanted to know you know kind of like how I don't want to. I don't want to flip the interview, but no, ask it, bro. I like to talk too. (laughs) (laughs) How how did you get into it, and what um, what got you into it? What's your motivation? That sort of stuff. Man, it's a so I could basically copy and paste your story from the beginning. I I probably if you ask my friends from high school, they might not have said, yeah, I don't think Vince would be like a business owner, but he definitely is his own guy. Like I've always been like that, and then always even from like when i was basically leaving high school podcasts started to be a thing like joe rogan was the first one i heard of that was doing that shit a couple other guys and uh from the minute i saw it i'm like i think that could be cool but i never touched it Mm -hmm. and then uh i got a job i got a job nine to five sales job and a few months into that it wasn't bad at all but i didn't like my lifestyle i didn't like that i was going to work coming home essentially doing nothing Mm -hmm. and then repeat Mm -hmm. 
Right. I was watching TV and shit. I was I wasn't doing shit. Right, right. The rat you know, race. Rat race, man. And I knew I knew I was in it, but I just was whatever. And then one night I was just like, nah. I had the microphone or I'd already been thinking about doing right. it and I just put it off many times. Like, right. oh, I don't want to do this shit. I'm not, I don't want to be a podcaster. Like thinking of things million years down the line, right. even though I'd never recorded myself once. Right, right. So one night I just finally bit the bullet. I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm, I'm making an episode. Um, and then I made a few other ones and I was still debating on releasing them or I didn't release it. Right. And then I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to make five of them and I'm going to put them out right and uh from there bro i always enjoyed doing it like i never really stopped i'd have months like at the beginning it was very hobby mm -hmm. like i was just no video raw as hell like i would do an episode and then not do one for a few months but i always loved doing it yeah, yeah and yeah. then covid was that thing that leading up to covid i was starting to get like all right i gotta go a little harder here i was growing up a bit had a little more life experience i'm like let me see what i can do with this and then covid hit and i had nothing else to do right again i'm back to that same stage i'm working during the day but there's nothing to do after right right, right. so i'm like no i gotta i gotta go harder and this office space i think was the thing that really push me because i i realized to myself i'm like if i want to do what i want to do mm -hmm. i can't do it in my parents house bro it's just like i can't have people coming through i can't be answering questions from them all day right you know it's just safety right right so this office space i used it that was 2020 right. i'm like this now i can really try like give me some time here i could fuck this space up i could do what i want to do with it let's see what we can do and you and you're putting an investment like you exactly have, you have, have to, to have to make milk it in a way yes uh, it's a good it's a good um it's a good way to get if you're on the fence about something getting you to do it if you if you invest whether it's time or money or whatever once you make the investment then for some reason the rest of you has to yes like okay now i gotta make more you're not bro you can't go to the casino with zero dollars <laughs> right, man right. you gotta put something up right right so you know have have you um have you posted every piece like did you post from from the first one yeah uh the first ones i did was zero footage it was all very raw audio right and i would just post them on youtube and uh or SoundCloud, wherever, and I'd post it on, like, Facebook once yeah, right. and on to the next one. So everything's still up there, bro. If you go to my no Spotify, skeletons, no skeletons <laughs> I've never deleted one episode. That's, That's a fact. And if you go back to my first ones, yeah. they were raw as hell, bro. Like, right. what I was talking about and, uh, like, sound quality and shit. Right, right. Videos are also... I've never deleted one thing, bro. That's so amazing. YouTube, SoundCloud, you want to find all that shit, it's there. Because it's like what you said. It's a catalog, man. Yeah, yeah. I made it. I said this shit no one can speak for me right you know that right. video if you disagree cool right i said it though right and i said it how this and you said it how you wanted to say exactly. it at the time and, and it's it, and there it, and people and and you're allowed to to um, grow and progress through life just what you did then and what you said then 100 percent you are bro. now but it was who you you know I've always been that way. I always knew, even as a kid, like, yo, there's more to this. Like, I'm right. going to grow up one day. I never was that kid at, like, 16 going, dri literally, like, driving 100 miles an hour to impress the girls. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm not trying to crash my fucking car, bro. Right, right. You know, there's more to this. And right. I think documenting your, your yourself at younger ages, and I think it's awesome, man. Yeah. Because I'm not that same guy I was when I started this podcast, but I remember how I felt. And it's nice that it's still there. If I ever want to go check it, I, I can, you yeah, know? I think that, so. yeah, I think that's, that's dope, man. Appreciate that, bro. So that's essentially my story. It was more or less stemming out of boredom and needing to do something of my own. Where yeah. it was not my family's, it was not my friends, it was not my works, it was mine. Like, love it or hate it, I approve this shit. And where are you, where do you want to take it? Like, like, um your guests and your sort of pov in life where are you planning on taking man i still can't tell you i know for sure i love talking to people that are one thing i've noticed about podcasts like anything else is the flashy shit is still like hunted for like get a rapper in here to say some really offensive shit and it's gonna blow and i just don't 
like that type of shit. I'd rather interview someone like yourself. I just had shout out uh, Cruz, tattoo shop owner. Like these are people really first doing their thing, not yeah. behind a computer. Yeah. Like you're yeah. outside. That's what I like. I building know, relationships. I don't know when this happened or when the podcast was, but you had a guest in here. Um, EM Lord. Yes. Shout out EM Lord, man. Yeah. I went to school with him. We and him were, no we're, we're fucking friends. way. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Like I just kind of came on your Instagram one, once and I, and I noticed it. That's amazing, man. He's doing well, man. Bro, He's, talk about consistency. This yeah. guy who consistently puts out, puts out work. That's what I like. Yeah. I want to, if, cause I'm that way. Right. I'll I've said it on here before. Flashy like the highest production is not what I'm here for. Right. But can if you want to see consistent good conversation and cool shit. Right. Got it for you. Yeah, and, that makes and sense. Earl's a good example. You're a good example two completely different industries. Right. But right. it's the same. You're working hard, man. Yeah, personality-wise, you need that uh you need that obsession with what you're doing to to able to see it passion. Through. Yeah gotta love it bro that's the main thing i actually enjoy this shit yeah i'm not coming here because it's bullshit right i like to do it right yo you it shows though you got to man it shows that's that's um that's that's the cool thing about about that this is sort of like a conversational setting when it comes to podcasts is that at the end of the day the production value isn't the best part of it you you see a lot of these youtubers and a lot of these these people trying to do uh, pranks or skits and stuff like that, which is like they have to pull it off in yes. a way that is going to be engaging. But when you're doing, when you're having a real conversation with a real person, that stuff resonates. You know what I mean? Like that's the reason why we still read books from from you know some pr- in Roman times. Absolutely. Laying out their thoughts. Exactly. Right? Real, so. real conversation. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's again, we're not like no fact check. Yo, bro, please do. Conor McGregor, cut us a check, man. Yeah, for real. Um, no, that that that's life, bro. Thank you, man. I'm down. Um, that's life. It's a boat, bro. You're even think about when you're with your wife. Like it's not when you went to the nicest restaurant. It's when you had your like funny ass memory. You know, yeah, it's that real. type of shit. And yeah, some of the best times have been at home. Exactly, some of the best bro. Nights have been watching Netflix and chilling. Literally, company. I'm not talking about Netflix and chop talk. Literally, conversation, just chilling. We're up till two o'clock in the morning talking shit. Real and life. we've gone to some fancy restaurants and turned around and be like, yeah, that was that was okay. That was it for me. Like, food wasn't it. You know what I mean? Exactly. That was overrated. But, yeah, it's 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 relationship-based. It's relationship-based. It's, it's it's the reason I like, you ask me why I, I got into mortgages. It's relationship-based. It's understanding somebody's uh, life, not just in why, not just not they want to buy this house, but why they want to buy this house, right? They got kids that are moving to university in a couple of years. Well, you don't need a mansion then. You know what I mean? You got to understand the entire thing to be able to give them good service. And the only way that they're going to give you that information is just by, we're friends. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm on your side. We're, we're a team, essentially, is what it is. And, and I, the more people you meet, the more you see the broad spectrum of life. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's dangerous to just be in your own world. There's so much out there, so many different points of view, beliefs, life experiences. Life is an interesting and an interesting Oh, my thing. gosh, bro. You, you, we, once you think you have it figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, the fun of it. If that's the fun of it, that's exactly. Exciting. That's scary. And f- I saw this quote yeah. where it's like, the strong man is not the one that has no fear. It's the one that has fear and keeps does, do- it, does anyway. it anyway. Right. And that's 100% I agree with. Right. Bro, there's... I'm sure you have this all the time where it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. But it's like, okay, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Like, that's life. Bro, and, it, and, and that's, that's almost the point of life. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've ever been in a really good spot for, for a sustained period of time. I have, and it sucks. Like, you get bored. Yep. You get bored. You start, like, you can't figure out what to do. I've had, I've had the opportunity to take a month off and... I can't just sit on my hands, watch TV, and do fucking do all the things no. I want to do. No, I I want the challenge. I want the like make me suffer. It's like workout. Make me suffer a little bit so I can feel good about it on the other side of it. 
because if it's just given to me, then it's just given to me. There's nothing to feel good about. Exactly, man. Uh, very well said. Like in the podcast world too, and I want to ask you about your podcast plans too. Mm-hmm. Podcast world, for some reason, mm-hmm. maybe it's anything though. It attracts people messaging you and be like, you want like free followers or you want to like all this weird shit. Like people right. just try and, and it's like, no, that's not what we're in this for. I don't want that. Right. I want to meet real people. A million fake followers is nothing, bro. That's, right. That doesn't help you. Right. You don't learn from it. I want those learning experiences. I want those awkward like awkward experience to see how I fucking handle it, you right, know? Right. It's not about the fucking numbers all the time. Right. You know, so that's one thing I'll podcast advice for you. People are gonna ask you to like do all this yeah, shortcut you know, I shit. Get, I, I don't like, even address it. I get it, into man. the motivational stuff sometimes, right? And I so I'll follow I'll follow people who are entrepreneurs and are in a similar field or even yeah. if it's different field but same sort of sort of mindset. And and I've noticed that for each one of those people, they've got like five or six different fake accounts. Yeah, it's just so back, corny, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a weird world out there. It's weird, man. So, yo, you've you posted that I think this week where you're you're talking about doing a podcast. Yeah. Has that? Yeah. Have you made an episode yet? Um, I've got no. So the first episode hasn't gone out yet. The first episode is just gonna be me, sort of why, the why. Right. Um, which you can find out about um excited but but i've got a few guests lined up we've okay. got i think six or seven guests lined up which yeah. is which is nice that's really good bro yeah. and it'll be real estate focused real estate and and sort of synergies like uh whether you, if you're an accountant right if you're running a real estate business you need an accountant legal right um mortgages a little bit of everything financial planner the, the reason that Financial. I I I guess the podcast is more so revolved around um, finance education. Yep. And just getting, giving people the ability or the knowledge or the how to to make things happen in their lives. Right. So that comes in a lot of different ways, but but financials always seem to be a barrier. Like I said before. So. You know, hopefully we can get through what I've gone through, through what my guests have gone through. Hopefully we can get some, some, some knowledge out there that'll help people. That's that's the idea of the podcast. Excellent, bro. I'm excited for that. Yeah. That's the type of shit that we need more of. Like, just real shit. Do you have a question about this? Let's answer it for you. It's not about podcasting. Or, or in in general, like for example, if you are talking to someone that you and someone else have a lot of experience in mortgages or whatever, oh, answering questions that a lot of people have. Hundred percent. Love that, man. Hundred percent. Just like, if I give some get, good info. If I can get to a point where, where weekly, or every episode we can do, just Q and A, like we're That'll literally like, yo, you have a problem, you have a challenge this is the solution or at least the best way that we know how then that's what i would do because it's like for every one person that is willing to ask and has the balls to ask there's there's hundreds that that have the same question that that just can't get themselves to ask or can't get themselves to pull the trigger 100 percent agreement i'm excited for that does that have a kind of a date of when you might drop those first ones Uh, um um we're shooting the first one the second one technically next week and i don't know are we going to drop it in the same week or are we going to drop it the next week i think next week the next week okay we're gonna we're you know brian brian will take some time to to just make sure it's yeah edited and ready to go and uh we're not going to edit out stuff we just want to make good good, Raw good shit. content you know what i mean so good man yeah i'm I'm excited for it i'm i'm excited for it i'm excited too man keep an eye on that we'll post that you you're part of my inspiration oh my guy what the fuck (laughs) i made my day man let's go you know i've been i've i've been um like i said i've been wanting to do content for a long time but i i was one of those people who fell into the flashy right uh, um spectrum of this like i want to have eyeballs i want to i want to I want people, 
not for the wrong reasons. I want people to know who I am. So when I provide my services, they're getting the best. Yeah. Like whether it was in construction before, it's in mortgages now, they're going to get the best service, they're going to get the best product. But the only way that they can get that best is if they know me. If they don't know me, then it doesn't matter how good I am, it's just me. Uh, a lot of my work started to come through referrals and in construction, and that's what I want to do, the same thing for mortgages. But I thought the way to get eyeballs was to do being flashy. And now I understand, and, I, and, and just watching your stuff, it's like, there's a lot of value that can be built just in the conversation. Just just come, let's hang out, let's let's chill for an hour or two or three or whatever. Like you see some of these Joe Rogan podcasts yeah, and forever, man. right? Like Yeah. I I completely agree, bro. Cause you also like especially if you're talking talking to someone that's well respected in what they do, mm-hmm. you kinda mix audiences. Right. And it's real audiences mixing with real audiences. It's a right. nice growth. Right. You know, right. that's what the the guys that want to just take the buying the follower route, you're that's gone now because yeah. now you have yeah. fake shit and now you're not really trusted. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, and the thing I noticed, too, is that people aren't just one thing like. Yes. Like you're not just into podcasts or art. Like, I'm not just a mortgage agent. I like to have a drink. I like to play sports. I like to hang out. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And there's different ways that that the audience too can cross-reference that stuff so yeah, exactly I man i agree but yeah man you're 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 giving me some notes whether directly oh, or indirectly <laughs> i appreciate that bro and vice versa though vice versa vice versa yeah, with yeah, the home it. shit like that's yeah, why yeah. I, bro i've got home questions all the time so that's also why i wanted you on here yeah, yeah, yeah. i love it man so yo let, okay question for you Go for, it. for a first time home buyer someone that's looking to buy their first spot to live in mm-hmm. not to flip What's the most important thing for them to, like, this has got to be a must. A must. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, um, there's different stages when somebody wants to buy their first house. There's the people who want to, right? Right. And there's the people who, who are, are going to. So if you're somebody who wants to, keep watching HGTV, do whatever the fuck you're doing right now, because until you start taking action, it's not going to happen. Right. Right. So for the people that are going to, whether it's going to be today or a year from now or two years from now, the first thing to look at is, am I in a financial position to afford this? And I'm not talking about getting a mortgage. I'm talking about, can I afford a home? Uh, There's a lot of people who, like, there's a lot of expenses that come with a home, for starters. When you're a renter, when you've been renting your whole life, or if you've lived with your parents, there is no, like, like your $1,800 a month that you pay in rent. It's not just like, oh, I can afford 1800 let me go pay $1,800 for a house. It doesn't work like that. So understanding your financial position, whether that's, you know, internally, do some research, figure out, do a budget, figure out what your expenses, your, your, your income, your expenses are, and work towards that or work with a financial planner, if that's the case. For me, I always like the, the my first touch point with clients is, you know, how are you financially? Before you can, before I put you into a mortgage, how are you financially? And second, can you even afford this? So we're going to look at what your qualifying sort of metrics are at. There's really three things that matter for a mortgage. Your credit, your income, and your down payment. Yeah. Everything else is a variation of, but those are the three things that matter. So most times you could get a mortgage if you have two of those and not all three but you're gonna get the best mortgage at the best rate if you've got all three, right? So looking at that, what we call a pre-approval or a pre-assessment, and then from there, you know that you may not be able to, here's advice, some advice for, for people. Yes, you got, need it. You got, you got all these people coming up who live with their parents, who live on the Danforth, or live in Scarborough, or live in Etobicoke, and they wanna buy their own house, but they, they're in a market where it's not really conducive for first-time home buyers, right? Now, if you've got a job at Walmart, there's Walmarts everywhere. Or if you've got a job online, there's, you can work from anywhere. So consider going outside the city. Right. Get a house in, in Hamilton, get a house in London, because you're gonna build your way back here, right? Right. 
if you're somebody who has a career downtown Toronto, or you're in a financial district, that's a different story because you, you're you're building your career, which will then get you the house. Right. Right. But it all sort of starts, like I said before, you got to look at your entire life, not just your house. Get a pre-approval. Get a pre-approval. Yeah. If you're thinking of buying a house today, tomorrow, next year, get a pre-approval. It's the only way you're going to know where do you stand and where do you need and be able to close that gap. And you can do that for people. Of course. Very wise words, man. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that what you said, it made it very simple. But if you don't know, you don't know. It's, it's, um, there's a sense of um, maybe embarrassment. Maybe embarrassment is not the right word. But, you know, yeah. somebody who's, who's making $40,000 a year, $45,000 a year, maybe the credit isn't great, but it's not bad, and they only got $5,000 in, in the bank, and they... Yeah, they want to own a house. Everybody, everybody. I mean, most people want to own a house. For sure. But these people will look at themselves and say, "I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not ready. I'm not going to go and waste somebody's time." The truth is that the cycle for somebody to from from the point you meet them to the point and you know this because your guest, but from the point you meet this to the point you transact can be three years, five yeah. years, right? A house, the, the, the cycle of buying a house for one family is seven years. Um, so that means that one person, if you catch them at the beginning, you're going to nurture them, be there with them, give them advice for seven years before they go buy that house. And people don't see it that way. I'd rather get somebody in who's at that $40,000 mark with regular credit and we build you up than, than for them to not, not come because... If you yeah. don't change what you're doing, you're going to be in the same spot years later. So exactly. at some point, it's one of those things where, like, at some life keeps going, right? And so if you go through the natural progression of life, a house isn't a necessity. Owning a house isn't a necessity. So you're going to go, you're going to finish school, you're going to get a girl or, or a man, you're going to have kids, Right? You're going to get yourself into a lot of financial responsibilities where now you're paying your rent, you've got to pay for the kids, you've maybe got a car, you've got bills you've got to pay for. Yeah. And you're not going to come across an opportunity that's just going to all of a sudden give you everything to be able to buy a house. You don't need the house. It's something you got to work for. And so the earlier you start, before those things start to tack in, the better, right? simple this is like this is like anybody who's i think 18 might be a little young but i think anybody who's 22 to 28 this is this this is for you this is the stage that you're at yeah like i'm you're not thinking about range. that yeah if you're not thinking about that now forget it you're not gonna make it to 34 and be like oh now you know what i'm saying like yeah, now i can afford exactly. it exactly yeah you're right bro because those are things you have to be realistic about dreams is for a different part of life yeah. You can't dream about a house and it happened. Like, you got to buy that house, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or you're on the boat where, like, a lot of people are where, you know, you, your parents have a house and you're just sort of waiting for them to ride it out. <laughs> ride hey, it out. To each their own. You don't have to. Like, yo, your parents can help. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're in that position, like, down payment is always a big... Because low income, low credit, you've got alternative lending options. Right. Right? Down payment is always one where people are like, yo, I've only got an extra $200 a month. If I'm going to save $40,000, it's going to take me 200 years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So this is where you start to look at, you know, you've got family. You've got, you've got your parents are not going to pull out $20,000 out of their house for you to go blow it at a club, especially if that's all you've been doing through university. For sure. But if they're going to put it into a house, it's an investment. They understand, right? And not everybody's in a position to do it, but there are, there are, if you can step back, swallow your pride, and look at this from an objective point of view, there are more options than just what you're faced with. I'm, I'm rewatching Suits. Yep. I don't know if you've ever seen the show. Yeah, a couple seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things Harvey Specter says is that when someone's pointing a, a gun at you, you've got 128 different options, right? Like, just getting shot's not one of them. And so that's kind of how you have to look at, at life. Agreed, bro. Those options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got options, there's somewhere to go. There's yeah. something to do. Yeah. Something to try. 
Yeah. Love it, man. Bro, this was a fucking amazing uh, conversation. We're at about an hour. I want to give you the chance to talk about anything you want to promote, any anything. Floor is yours. Appreciate it, man. Go for it. I mean, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and it's just the state of the union, the, the world, my world, real estate, and uh, there's so much pessimism, like, Yes, the interest rates are going up. Yes, home prices are up. But if you're back to what I said, you have to take some sort of action if you want the outcome. If you're sitting here just complaining about it or waiting it out, riding it out, that's what a lot of people say. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. It's a lie that you're going to be ready when the time comes. You're not. If you start by then, already there's already a ton of people who are waiting but ready yep right like you got to be at the ready for when things pop off so 2023 we're in january this is a good time to say this create a plan i talked to you about this create a plan for what you where you see yourself in 12 months in five years 10 years but we had this conversation write down write down how you see and where you see yourself today everything i have this this is how much i have in the bank this is how i, how I feel you know what i mean that I, do i feel good about myself have job da, 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 da. and then do the same thing 12 months from now with act, writing it as if it's today like yeah. i have you know if it's five grand now i have 25 grand in the bank i feel this i'm in this spot in my career and you, that's going to be your roadmap of to to your your feeling roadmap when you read it you get a certain vibe you get a certain feeling right it's not about i have to do this to do this to do this no it's how do you feel and then everything you do for the rest of the year has to line up with that feeling that feeling of like i'm proud of myself i'm achieving something these challenges are taking me down the road that that and prepare me for the thing that i want right and once you have that sort of perspective you get to anything so I think it's a good time to say it. Everybody's in that high, and we all know that by fucking Valentine's Day, it's going to start to cool down. So hopefully, you know, take some action. Make this a year that's different. We've sort of been waiting around in a pandemic. You, know, you, you do something, you don't do something. Yeah. 2020 was crazy because the opposite of what everybody thought would happen happened. And so we're in stable grounds. This is where you start the to build that foundation that you're going to reap the fruits of in 12 months, three years, five years, depending on what your what your goals are. Very good advice, man. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to promote anything. I'm, that's Like I said to you, I just this is all about just building building relationships. That's all it is. It's the reason I want to start the podcast. I want to meet people. I want the reason I'm here. And hopefully we can do this again 12 months from now oh, and see man. where we're at love to bro I, I love what you just said because it wasn't just building relationships it's also changing your life like even just physically writing shit down yeah. sometimes it's like oh man i felt this way yeah yeah, yeah. could look back yeah. on it you can see you can this the thing is like a lot of people a lot of these motivational people online are doing uh objectively objective stuff like like where do you want to be in a year? Break it down to 12 months, break it down to weeks, break it down to days, and that's what you do. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. But what if I don't feel well that morning? Yeah. What if I, like, what if I didn't meet my goal yesterday and now I'm fucking depressed about it, right? Yes. It's not, it's good to have a list, a, a to-do list, but it's better to, f if you wake up and you feel it, that you're like, yo, I'm doing the right thing, then, then the outcome doesn't matter exactly bro and fuck now i have another thing i want to say but like going back to your point earlier of like you needed to do your own thing i have that same thing sometimes our own thing goes against what a lot of people are telling us what to do but no i have to do this because it's what i need to do you know yeah, like yeah. and that's the thing where it's like yo not every decision you make is going to be right but if yeah. it's really what you're thinking yeah sometimes you got to make that mess hopefully it's not don't rob a bank mm -hmm. don't fucking change your life if this goes wrong it doesn't 
set you back years but like yo if it's something you want to try try it yeah man. you gotta do you gotta you got as long as it's not a life or death mistake, yes exactly make, make it make, make it, it man. bro i've and and in future dates we will get into it um i've made it plenty of mistakes I've, I've made more mistakes than i've had things right for sure and not just in business like everything life man but is the reason i can speak on why i'm here today and 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 it's the reason that i have the confidence to keep going and to end up where i know that i'll eventually end up because if i've made it this far <laughs> you know what i'm saying like came from came from a third world country fucking bullied as a kid in school no english had to learn everything on the go i didn't finish university like everything has been somewhat stacked uh, against me no, that's not true but there has been a lot of things that are that have gone your when i when i say that i'm talking about i i mean more like i do like frank sinatra's song i did it my way that's it's it's nobody gonna tell me different exactly bro yo you don't live your life on paper right live your life in life right right love and that you, man you 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 are right <laughs> <laughs> no nah, bro yo i really really feel and that's why i want to have bro i had a tattoo artist rapper mortgage broker actor like the common denominator is doing your own thing and living your life man yeah. that's it yeah. you can meet a librarian that lived a fucking crazy life bro yeah, 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 yeah. and you can live you can you relate yeah you know yeah. so it's a universal language living your life you yeah. know and by that standard you could be you know you could you could pick up garbage on the weekends and go home have a warm family a, wa a warm exactly. environment and love what you do you have a whole life to live too yeah absolutely bro shout out to victor cinco man cinco mortgages victor cinco victor, victor cinco. underscore cinco in most things yeah, yeah. victor underscore cinco mortgage help what else can people reach out to you for anything man anything reach like, out man i'm not a i'm not a medic and i can't give legal advice but outside of that <laughs> don't <mind> me, <laughs> on t only on tv you play a doctor man yeah exactly, exactly. shout out brian behind the scenes yeah. hugely important yeah i'm we're gonna be we're gonna be doing a lot I've, we've had this conversation where we'll, we'll be posting a lot of knowledge and and it was it's not going to be surface stuff so we'll get into it and i mean it if you've got any questions if i can help in any way that's what i'm here for so yeah love Thanks that man shout out to shout out to you bro appreciate yeah. you coming out versatile vigilante like subscribe comment you already know what it is let's get it man 2023 big year